Right, today I went to my little Japanese cafe in the suburbs for a teppanyaki beef rice bowl. It's delicious. I've been going once a week ever since I started doing this show about two months ago. When I first went, I was the only customer that would turn up and I'd wear my mask and I'd show my Vax passport and I'd eat outside and this teppanyaki beef rice bowl was absolutely delicious and the whole place was deserted and it was quite spooky. Well, today I went up for my teppanyaki beef rice bowl and the whole place was buzzing. The street it was on was buzzing. Uh, masks, it's fair to say, were sporadic. Uh, the teppanyaki beef rice bowl was still delicious. Hey, and still the same price despite the inflation. But it showed me, eating lunch, how much has changed in just a few short weeks. And it shows me that barring a new variant, our war footing against the virus has passed. Which brings me to the great MIQ memo debate that's raged over the last two days, the secret document that mysteriously came to light yesterday, which shows top health officials agreed in November last year that MIQ was no longer justified for most returnees. And it then took another three and a half months, 40,000 MIQ stays and seven voucher lotteries before travellers could enter freely. So the criticism of the government has been pointed. We just heard a fella right now on the news at four with Raylene talking about not seeing his dad, not going to the funeral. Well, ACT came out and said the Prime Minister needs to apologise to the thousands of Kiwis who are cruelly stranded overseas after her cabinet had been briefed that MIQ was pointless. The government, though, came out and defended its position by saying, well, the memo was essentially rendered irrelevant by the Omicron variant, which was detected a few days or maybe a few weeks after the memo was issued. And that was, as they said at the time, a game changer. So those are the two stories we've been hearing over the last 24 hours. And I think they're both a little right. The timeline of the memo and the Omicron outbreak makes sense. Yeah, we were thinking about it, but then oh, then we had to wait to see what Omicron had to do. But it also makes sense that the government's self-professed abundance of caution has made it way too slow of making decisions, and that has penalised us and the economy terribly. The problem is the politicization of our COVID response, which has brought what I would call a fog of war over the information over one of the most important public health crises of our generation. And it's too big an issue to have tribal political positions on the actions that have been taken over the past two years. And we are returning to a normal, as I noticed at my lunchtime cafe today. And it is time to move on, knowing what we did and didn't do right. Which is why I believe, and I'm only doing this show for another three days, I believe I want to make the call that we need to start having an independent review and inquiry into every aspect of our response, and it has to start now. It needs to be completed before the election next year, so we can more accurately make our choices, decide who's a nutty and who's not. It's going to take a while, isn't it? Because it was a big two years. So let's get cracking. And I actually think it's imperative because I no longer trust the government. They repeatedly refuse to admit any fault in their decision making. I give you Grant Robertson yesterday in inflation. But the problem is I no longer trust the opposition because they'll say and do anything to get back in power. Let's get this independent inquiry started.